what I've also done, and I think this is the most important thing, is I've used each situation as a laboratory for learning about myself. And this may seem psychotic, narcissistic, whatever, but like every opportunity, if you have it, is some mirror for you and is some opportunity for you to learn about you. I am giving and receiving love. I am holding space for these men. I am healing them in our goddamn experiences. So I'm going to get what I need, which is having them be the perfect little matrix vision of like what I need to know about myself. As an example, there was one situation where I really noticed myself censoring myself. You know, he would talk about certain topics and things and I was like, okay, he thinks this, then I'm not going to say this. Oh, he says this about this. That means I can't say this about this. And I was really kind of wavering on who I am, what I believe, what I want to say. And so it wasn't like I was pissed at myself. It wasn't like I was mad. It wasn't like I came to our next date and was like, I have something to say to you and I need you to know this. I was just like, oh, girl, okay, we're still censoring in that way. What would we do if we had another chance? How can I love that part of me that's still afraid to speak her mind? How can I love that part of me that's still a little scared and still censoring herself? And really just coming back to my own healing and my own experience there. There was another example how I'm using this as my laboratory for my own learning is looking at where I ignore red flags for chemistry and where I ignore what I know to be true for the connection. So again, where am I foregoing my authenticity for attachment? And there was a situation with someone, there was a lot of chemistry. It was like chemistry vibes on 100. And it wasn't like there was like egregious red flags, but there was just like some beige flags. And it was just like, this man isn't really listening to me talk. This man isn't really asking me questions. This man is just, yeah, that kind of thing. And a man listening to me and a man asking me questions is healing to me. Anyone listening to me and anyone asking me questions is healing to me because of the way that I am. And I really need a good listener. I am the best listener. Don't get it twisted. I'm the best listener. I'm, I'm a good talker, but I'm a good listener. And so I need someone that deeply is a listener. And someone might not need that. You know, someone might not need it in their life, but I have a, I have a sensitivity to that. So I'm like, just kind of vibing in our chemistry. And I'm like, it's all good. We're like vibing in this chemistry. And I'm like, no, girl, this man doesn't is not listening to you. This man does, has no idea about what's actually going on in your brain. So it was another example of like, okay, where am I wavering on what I know I deserve? Because there's chemistry in the room. And as the third thing that I noticed in my little laboratory is, where am I holding back on being who I actually am for their comfort? I noticed this with a situation with someone where there's been some conversations that we've been having. And I'm like, if this was my best friend, or if this was a friend, or if this was someone on my team, I would say this, but because it's a person that I'm interested in, I'm going to say this. And it's like, no, say what I would say to anybody in my life, and anyone that I love or anyone that I'm in relationship with. As an example, this person that I'm talking to had a something happen in their life where someone passed away. And they were talking to me about it. And I'm like, I'm holding back and I'm like, oh, I hope you're doing okay, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, like the real me is like, yo, let's go in on this. Like, how are you feeling? What's going on? Like, where do you think their soul is? Like, what is something you wish you could have said to them? What is something you can do to support their family? Like, I go in on that. Like, when people are going through something, like, I am fully there holding space. And so I was honest about that where I'm like, I want to treat you like how I would treat a friend in this situation. And I want to go all in on this to like support you. 
And I want you to not take it like so seriously that like I'm making you my freaking husband right now. But like this is how I support people and this is how I am. This is who I am. And so me not holding back on exactly who I am because I feel like it's going to be too much. That is something I'm healing right now so hard. That wound of being too much. I feel too much. I say too much. I express too much. I emote too much. I require too much. I want too much time. I want too much depth. I want too much intimacy, blah, 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 all of that too muchness, which is so annoying and I'm so done with it. And I'm like, no, I'm going to go into dating and be who I am as the too much person so that if they're freaked out, then it's done and it's done faster than if I'm like holding back, holding back, holding back to get the connection. And then six months in, they're like, yo, you are an emotional chica. You've got a lot to say and you've got a lot of feelings. And I'm like, yeah, that's always been me, but I've been hiding it. So really using each situation to be as much of who you are as you can, obviously with a grain of salt, being mindful of the situation of the person, being thoughtful and discerning. That's part of this. But really just like, no, this is how I talk to people. This is how I hold people. This is how I love people. This is how I am with people. And this is how I'm going to be in this relationship. A caveat to that, because nuance is the name of the game, honey, is that I'm not going to give someone like ultra girlfriend experience or bestie experience if we're not at that level. So with someone that I'm talking to or dating, it's like being mindful, like this is how I would treat someone and this is how I would speak to someone, but I'm not going to go above and beyond to be like, I'm sending you flowers. I'm coming to your house. I'm like going to be with you in the trenches because that is bestie experience. That is boyfriend, girlfriend experience. That is like a very specific experience that they should have when they deserve it. I think people give people too much benefit of the doubt. And that's something that I'm not doing when I'm dating is like when I meet people, I'm not like already meeting them like you're a great person. You probably are not a liar. You probably don't have a porn addiction. You probably don't have all these things that like I don't know are true or not. And so really just like meeting them as like an absolute stranger, feeling into the energy, really noticing and watching being mindful of things, but not giving people so much benefit of the doubt. I think what happens oftentimes is like, I went, I was in a situation with this guy. He's like this European businessman, whatever. And we were on this date and like, he was like, you know, if we were to get married, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yo, we literally just met. Why would you be like, that to me is like a red flag. When like me as a 20 year old, if you were like, yeah, you know, so when we get married and live in blah, 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 I'm like, gross. I literally don't know you. So there's also that too, and this is kind of a tangent, but like noticing where we want to be accepted, we want to be loved, we want the fairy tale, and really it's kind of red flaggy. A man that you just meet should not be like, yeah, we're going to get married, we're going to have children, where should we live, where should we have our second home, where should we have all these things? Like, I, I, I don't know you. Like, I could be a weirdo. I could be a serial killer. Like, you actually don't know who I am. And so going into dates like Obviously, with I'm looking for a positive experience, this is someone that wants to receive love. This is someone that's like a human on earth looking for a connection. This is an expression of God. And also, I'm not going to be expecting too much. And I'm also going to be super mindful of like where things could potentially be off and where things could not be, yeah, where things could be moving a little too fast or like not actually tracking. Because you wouldn't even meet with someone, a stranger, and be like, yeah, like, let's spend our lives together. It's like, that doesn't make sense. But there's the part of us that wants to have that so bad. That's like, oh, yeah, this is like, and he said he wanted to marry me. It's like, no, that's crazy. You don't want to marry him. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. 
As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.